Welcome everyone to the Crick Talk with Jay podcast. Uh, today we have a very special guest with us, uh, someone who's played in various different leagues, including the past season of minor league cricket, as well as uh, in the Caribbean Premier League, the CPL, of course. So joining me today is Naven Stewart. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure to have you here. Hi, good night, good night. Um, pleasure is all mine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming. Um, so first off, tell us about your experiences playing in this inaugural season of minor league cricket, which is arguably the largest cricket tournament in the U.S. at the moment. Um, again, it was really well put together by the organizers. I must give kudos to that. Um, I think it gave a lot of young American talent um, the opportunity to, to see what cricket is like playing at the next level. Um, also, one of the, the great initiatives um, was having guys who would have played at the next level in terms of IPL, CPL, West Indies, international level, having these players in the dressing room, a part of the teams, so that the young talents can rub shoulders with them to actually see how it is done. Um, you know, many of them are students of the game, so they would have seen um, tournaments being played on the television, but to actually be rubbing shoulders with them, practicing, traveling on the bus to different parts of the country, you know, that was a really exciting thing for me. Um, being from the Caribbean and being able to see different states in the US, um, whether it be by plane or by bus, it was really exciting. Um, and I think that was one of the, the great um, insights by the organizers. Um, and you could see it tell it brought it brought fruit. Um, you could see guys, young youngsters like Yasir Mohammed and these guys coming through and breaking into the, the, the US um, national senior men's team at a very tender age. Um, and I and I really honestly believe that the minor league setup had a lot to do with that. Um, before that, you know, the way USA teams would have been selected um, would have been from guys who would have migrated from different countries. Um, and I think it's very refreshing to see grassroots programs bearing fruit. You know, these kids at 17, 18, 19, under 21s, you know, really putting their performances up and the selectors recognizing and giving them their cups. And it all um, goes well for USA cricket in a whole. Yeah, and then yeah, you were speaking about the younger players in these under 19, under 21 players. And the requirements that uh, minor league and the organizers have all put in place that you have to have these U19, U21 players in that in your side. And previously, if, if we look at the US, there was a there was cricket, but like it was scattered, right? There was a tournament in New York, there was um, a league in Virginia, maybe one in Florida, one in San Francisco. So it was scattered. But what minor league's done is that it's it's really connected all of that together to create this domestic circuit where the best of the best are now traveling across the U.S., playing against each other. These younger players, as you said, now they're getting to be in the same dressing room as some players who they've looked up to um, for so many years, right? Watching them on television, watching them play. And now you're right next to them, you're playing with them. And uh, so just that, that experience, which uh, they may have thought that's very far-fetched. Now minor league has really brought it together and now you're traveling all across the U.S. playing against the best. 100%, 100%. I think that was, again, 
must um, kudos to the to the to the um, organizers for their, their insights. Um, it's a very good template that they have set, um, and it could only get better from here. To be honest, um, me for me personally, you know, um, it's about giving back. You know, working with these youngsters. I've played a lot of cricket, um, as you would know, in 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 the East Coast area, um, in Virginia, Maryland, the DMV area. Um, I played like three or four years there. And it really was exciting to see, you know, youngsters like Ishan Sharma and these guys coming through the ranks. Um, he's one, personally for me, one of the more technical um, players, young, young, youngsters. Well, um, his time will come, I firmly believe, because he has all the, the requirements. He's a genuine all-rounder, but well, very good level-headed kid. Um, and he's like a sponge. He, when I'm around him, he doesn't give me a break, you know. He always asks questions. He, I, and you know, I, I mean, there's, there's no question as a stupid question, but he's very intelligent. Um, one other kid that um, very, um, I rate very highly is um, this kid from New Jersey, Sai. I don't know his surname. You, you might be more familiar with him. I think Sai Teja Mukamala. That's, that's the kid. That's the kid. Yeah. I, 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 I think personally that the selectors would have missed the trick so far by not getting him into the USC system. I think he is one of the um, better batsmen, mm -hmm. junior and senior in the country going around at, at, at the minute. Um, but his time will come as, 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 along with Ishan and these other kids. You know, like I said, I'm very happy for, for young Yasir Mohammed. Um, got his opportunity, took his chance, you know. So he'll be coming back to the second edition of the minor league with, with, with a feather on his cap, you know, um, you know, hopefully that, you know, he realizes that um, it's very easy to, to it's, I shouldn't say it's very easier. It's very easy. It's easier to get selected, but the work is now start because the, 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 the task now is to maintain your spot, keep performing. Now everybody knows what you bowl. Everybody knows where, but the, the footage is there, you know, guys are going to analyze you and, 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 and sort out your strengths and your weaknesses. So I hope, you know, he, he just keep building from strength to strength. And um, there's, like I said, hopefully, you know, these other guys looking on would, would, would be uh, able to emulate his performances and, 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 you know, give them that belief. Hey, yes, you made it. I can make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think that is very exciting and refreshing. Yeah, and um, as you said about those, these younger players coming up, they are eventually going to be the future of cricket um, in, in the U.S. because as, as strong as your current team may be, if you don't have those younger players coming up, then it's just one generation of good players. And then after that, your team may start to decline. So the fact that there's this focus on younger players and you're grooming them right now, like in this Ireland series, there, there were a few players out for COVID. So they brought in younger players. It's not like they brought in some talented, uh, some uh, not talented. I mean, these are younger, talented players, but those experienced players. It's not like they brought in a lot of those. They did back that young talent. And so that's really great to see. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, um, if you look around the, the current USC system, there's a lot of good um, senior players who, who, you know, really work with these youngsters, you know, guys like Aaron Jones, um, Gajnan Singh. Rusty Teron, Stephen Taylor, you know, it's really mm -hmm. superb to see Stephen playing as well as he, he has been within the last eight to 12 months, you know, um, 
maybe the pandemic gave him a wake up call, but he also, as you would know, he's a, a local boy from Florida, West Indian heritage, learned his cricket right there in the States. And he's one of the, the guys who would have played all the different levels, um, age group cricket for USA. Um, humble guy, hungry guy. I'm so excited and happy for him to see he has um, found his mojo again. You know, I had a, 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 a decent, serious conversation with him. He's like a, a, a brother to me, a younger brother to me. Um, I remember clearly when he came into the Barbados Trident setup at CPL level. Um, I think was in 2016 or 2015. You know, I took him under my wings and, you know, um, kind of walked him through, let him know what to expect at this level. Because, you know, it's not, it's a big, it was a big step up for him. Um, he struggled the first year. The next year he came back really hungry and he took his opportunity. And it's very nice to see, you know, he's come back to the domestic um, setup in the USA and is pulling along a lot of young players with him. And he now, he's a senior player. And like I said, it's, they have a good core of senior players who are um, doing a fantastic job managing these younger players. Because you know that step up transition, um, for some it's, it's, it's very difficult. Others may have it a little bit easier. Um, I don't like to use the word easy because it's not easy, but you know, some, some, you know, gravitate to the new environment a little bit better than some or faster than some. But, you know, with these experienced guys and these level-headed guys around, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the transition and the step up for these youngsters has, has been made very smooth. Yeah, and then you spoke about those players who, um, those senior players who are really um, becoming good mentors for these younger players. I think your name's also going to be um, coming <laughs> upon that list. With these younger players, you're all, you're all helping. I mean, you mentioned Stephen Taylor, otherwise guys like Ishan Sharma in the DMV area. I think your name would also uh, be on that list. But yeah, I think it's it's important to have that mentor type of role, you know, who can really guide you through um, and help you. I mean, because after a certain point, it is important to have someone, you know, who's been there, who's at that level, who's been at that level consistently. And... No, so so get some guidance from those types of guys. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I remember, um, I can't I can't believe that now. <laughs> like you said, I I am playing a mentor role now. You know, it was just re recently, JDD. I made my debut. You know what I mean? No, <laughs> and and you know there were there were senior guys in the Trinidad setup. You know, um, I would have played um with and under guys like Brian Lara, Darren Danga. You know, these guys, you know, they, 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 they led the way and, and made it the environment easier for us to, to, to settle. And now here am I, what, 20 years later, <laughs> doing the same, you know, but it, it, it's a journey. You know, it's a journey and I'm, I'm, I have no regrets. Um, I'm very comfortable with what I would have achieved. Um, minor league was a fantastic um, setup for us last year um, in New, at the New York Titans, the Empire State Titans. Um, we had a good run. Um, we started off a little bit slowly. A um, couple of games got um, rained off. So, but we were behind the eight ball a little bit. Um, not in terms of on the points table, but um, one thing I kept telling the guys is like, even though we'd have played four games, all these other teams would have played eight, 
nine games, why we would have played four games. Mm-hmm. You know, so once we got that turnaround, um, it started the weekend when we when we came to Maryland, Virginia against um, DC Hawks. We lost a very closely fought first game. The the pitch was a bit of a a, a mess to be honest. Um, I think the, the curators did all in their power, but you know when you you have these challenges with sharing fields, you know. Um, don't want to touch into that too much, but um, I think the guys are do, have done a great job. You know, we lost the first game on the last ball, which was a nail biter. The next game we had a very clinical victory, um, where um, Christopher Barnwell scored some runs, Trevor Griffith scored some runs. You know, we we got our mojo back. You know, I think we scored like one eighty to two hundred runs, and the belief came back. And you know, I think we we won like eight on a trot or something like that. And we were right up there. We were right up there after after the, the prelims. I think we finished in second spot, um, moving into the playoffs. So you know, um, we had a good run. We had a good run. Um, the, the team was was well built. It was a multicultural team. Um, guys from you know New York is very diverse. So you know there were guys from all different ethnicities, different cultures. Um, so we took a little bit longer than than other teams to get settled because you know the cultures are a little bit different but once we we got the 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 the, the combination together we got the vibes together you know um it was it was a good tournament um we we had a good trip to morrisville the first time probably most beautiful ground in 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 usa that's just my opinion <laughs> you know the, the crowd was amazing you know it was was really something to see that we as players we, we really couldn't believe that we were actually in, in in the states you know it was like one of them grounds where you're playing in the Caribbean and you know the whole village comes out to support and stuff like that it was really 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 nice and you know for us as players we thrive in that environment uh we like you, you know a bowler bong so you get a wicket the crowd roars a hit a four, a hit a six, the crowd is behind you. We, we fed off that energy quite well. Um, and when we reached, we, we got back to New York, there was a buzz because we wanted to go back to Morrisville for, for finals weekend. So, you know, um, it, 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 was a, it was a bit of a challenge. You know, we also had to go to Atlanta for the, for the, for the playoffs, um, the quarterfinals. First time I experienced something like that, where the quarterfinals was played over a three-month series. You know, I, I thought it was a good idea, um, but it was a little bit taxing on the players. <laughs> you know I mean? Saturday, we played back-to-back games. One game, we scored 198. We won by one run. The next game, we scored 205. We lost on the last ball. So, you know, we had a, we had a nice meeting the night before because that, that with the outfield, the, the pitch, the facility is immaculate, you know, up at Atlantic Cricket Field. Must give kudos to the guys up there. They're doing a very, very good job. Um, so we came back for, for, for the second day. Um, to be honest, you know, we, we were a little bit drained. <laughs> Playing two hard-fought games the day before. Series squared at one all. They decided to go. Um, they, their key player was Steven Taylor. He had scored like 90-odd and 80-odd. So our meeting, as you can imagine, was, was heavily stressed around him, you know. <laughs> Next day, first ball out. <laughs> you know, that's the glorious sensitivity of the game. Um, 
you know, just to summarize, we, we won that game and we, we went back to New York tired but happy. Mission accomplished. On to Morrisville for the next weekend. <laughs> yeah, and then you spoke about Morrisville and Atlanta, and I think those are two the two of the best fields I think in in the U.S. Um, you could add Fort Lauderdale, that Florida field, to the list as well. Uh, Morrisville, of course, being ICC certified, and I think they're um, actually now building stands as well there. Uh, there was the nice. mayor and all um, coming in for some of those games. Now they're getting permits for the stands. I think you were talking about the audience. I think we'll have that even more. Very nice. Very nice. We look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, you know, you spoke about that turnaround of sorts for the Titans, right? Two wins in the first eight games and then seven consecutive wins after that, storming in uh, into that conference semifinals. Now, out of those first two, out of those first eight games, you guys won two, lost three. And then there were three abandoned. So how disappointing was that really that, um, that you guys had three games abandoned them? Um, at the end of the day, you can't control the weather. Uh, we played one game, our first game, we won convincingly against Florida, in Florida. Then the next game against Orlando, we had a clinical bowling performance where we bundled them out for 110 or something like that on a really flat, flat plane surface there. Three balls in, the game was abandoned, and you would think for rain. <laughs> no, there were freak lightning storms and stuff like that. So, as you know, in, in, in Florida, you know, they are very strict with, with lightnings and stuff like that. So, you know, unfortunately, the game had to be cancelled, but, you know, we looked on the bright side. Um, we got a win. No one was injured. No one was struck by lightning. You know, it could have been worse. Um, then we had a couple of games at our home venue, which was very disappointing for us, um, Idlewild. It's one of the most beautiful playing surfaces in the country. And we were, we were looking forward to, 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 to hosting and playing in front of our, our home, home grounds, a wicket that we would have practiced on three times a week. And the rain just decided that weekend, hey, it's not going to happen. Disappointing again. But what can you do? You can't control the elements. Um, the two games that we would have lost in that were two very close games. Um, I think they went down to the last over. One, both, both times I was at the end. Um, we were in a precarious position, chasing 100 and a and, and little bit. But it was a tough wicket, tough outfield. Um, the asking rate was about 13 when I went into bat. Was able to bring it down, needing 12 in the last over. Um, we got 11. <laughs> then the other game, I think we needed like 70-odd from five overs or something like that. Again, brought it down. We lost on the last ball. I hit a boundary. We needed a six. You know, um, so again... It was a little bit disappointing, but they were positives because we know we were getting there. We were getting there. The, the only disappointing thing is that while other teams were playing and getting momentum, um, our games were being abandoned and stuff like that. So it was a bit of a stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. And we, we just held that belief. Again, we have a lot of senior players, um, senior coaching management as well. So we never panicked. We just knew that Hey, once we could able to play like 
five, six games on the bunks, mm-hmm. you know, to, to really get that motor running. Um, we knew it would have happened. And thankfully, it happened. It had to happen at the end of the day, you know. And we, 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 we like you said, we won like seven or eight on a trot. And we stormed into the, 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 the conference finals um, where, where, where we made a, a decent showing. Um, I didn't think we played badly. Um, it's a very tricky transition from playing on the Astro turf and the mat to playing on an, a real turf. You know, and I think we, we, we got the wrong end of the coin toss, you know. <laughs> on the morning times in Morrisville, the, the pitch is a little bit tacky, with, with a little bit of dew. And I think we just lost a few, you know, we, the, the new ball, they, they bowled well, to be honest. Um, it was no, no shame losing to the New Jersey Stallions. Um, I thought they had a fantastic tournament. Um, unfortunately for them that they weren't able to to go all the way and bring the and keep the title in the East Coast, you know. Congrats to the West Coast team, you know. Um, teams will be coming for you guys next um, this year, this season. But um, as a as a team, you know, we 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 had a good debriefing. It was very healthy. Um, team owners were happy. The coaching staff were happy. You know, we just thought that um, a, a little five over slot with the new ball where they bowled well and restricted us. They, they won the power play and that pretty much set us back. Um, also, one key turning point in that game, um, you know, Ban- Christopher Barnwell and, and Baksha Yadram, you know, two of our, our, of our prolific run scorers, especially at the back end of the innings, if you look, um, I think we were the most dangerous and the most successful team within the last five overs. Mm-hmm. of the tournament um, in any given conference. You know, we, we scored anywhere between 75 to 80 runs consistently because, you know, but we, we had a, a mix-up there where um, Yadi, I, 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 um, I think the, the call wasn't heard and unfortunately Yadi got, got run out um, and we lost a bit of momentum there. But, you know, that's how the game goes, like I said, those key moments, um, you know, then New Jersey Stallions, they never really gave us a, 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 a sniff. You know, they were, they were very clinical. And um, it, was a, it was a fantastic tournament, to be honest. And I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, and, and you were speaking about, um, about Barnwell, about Yadram. I'm sure all the fans, they would have loved to see that, uh, those shots at the end. Um, yourself as well with those cameos at times when... Somehow the opposition got them out. Um, but yeah, I mean, at, at times it was feeling like, okay, Titans, they'll get to 150, 160. These two come out, they're blazing all over, getting 200 plus all of a sudden. So it, it was great fireworks. And, you know, just you know, what, whatever you guys did last season, want to see it again this time as well. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. I think the template was set pretty much where, you know, we try to keep wickets in hand, never panic get yourself in, create a partnership. Um, because once, um, like between Austria, Barney, Yadi, or myself, once we spend anywhere two to three of us at the wickets, you know, it's, it's going to be entertaining, entertaining for the fans, entertaining for the viewers. I remember at Morrisville, the, the first time we went there, Barney scored a, a hundred. Fantastic. Yadi scored like 60 odd. I scored 30 odd quick, quick, you know, and, and 
that really brought the crowd to life. So they were, were, were looking forward. They were excited when they heard that the Titans were coming to town for the, for, the, for the playoff. But, you know, hopefully we can get it right in addition to and take the, take the title. Yeah, um, hopefully you can. That season, of course, it's just starting in a few more months. Just an earlier starting this time, June 25th. So throughout that summertime, unless I'm going into the fall. So just coming up in a few months, more yep, action yep. there. Yep, 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 yep. Should you be know. fun. I, I, saw, I saw minor league release the date. So I was like, oh, nice. Some, yep. <laughs> you know, it's happening. It's happening, which is, which is really exciting for us as players. Um, even here, I'm back home in Trinidad, you know, just chilling and spending some time with the family and stuff like that. I've been away since March last year. So it's nice to be back home. I just started back my, um, my preparation for the season. So I'll be coming stronger. <laughs> yeah, I think that's, that's what we'd all love to see. Now, being an all-rounder, is, is there an aspect of the game you like better? Like hitting those massive sixes as you do or taking stumps out of the ground with ball in hand? Is there an aspect of the game you like better? <laughs> um. I enjoy my batting, but but fast bowling is my main suit. suit. Um, I started off as a, this is a little story I'll share with you only. I started off as an opening batsman, as a youngster. Um, I would play against the bigger guys. Like when I was 12, 13, I'll be playing senior cricket. And I remember one year, uh, a touring team came from England. And they had some, so they would come like in, off season, you know, just for pre-season, like their season would start in April, so they would come around February, enjoy a bit of carnival and play 12 to 15 matches throughout the, the, the island, Trinidad and Tobago. And I was in a class and I got the call, hey, you have a game at starting at 10 o'clock. I was like, what? I don't even have, have my gear or anything. My kit is at home. And I don't even know if the, the teachers would allow me to leave. Um, but my, my foremaster, um, he, he was my headmaster for sports as well. So I went to him and I told him and he's like, yeah, you need to go. OK, so I left and I went and it was a nightmare for me. It was the fastest bowling I ever faced in my entire career. From since then until now, I haven't faced anything as quick as that. These guys were bowling quickly and they were trying to hurt me. They were like, youngster, why are you out here? Let the big guys come on back. But I enjoyed, you know, I, I, I tried to, to, to enjoy the fight and they were bowling quick. Even the, the, the older guys, they, they were scared. So I was like, if they are scared and I'm looking up to you guys, who am I as a, as a 13 year old? <laughs> you know what I mean? And after that game, I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. I want to bowl fast. <laughs> this, this opening batsman thing is not for me. I, I want to let guys feel how I felt when those guys were bowling at me. And I went to my coach and I was like, I want to bowl fast. And he was like, man, you're too small. You need to put on some size. And then one evening at practice, we were doing some sprints. And I was very fast. And he was like, Man, you can run. If you can run, you can bowl fast. And he started to work with me. And I tell you, I during my career, 
some batsman experience, what I experienced as a 12 year old. But you know, um, because I, like I told you, I had a good defense. I had, you know, some batsmanship about me. I transitioned my game into an all-rounder. Um, you know, the competition to make um, national teams, you know, amongst fast bowlers, I was the better batsman. You know, I could give them 20, 30, 40, 50 runs at the end. And that counted for something. So when I realized that was giving me the edge, then I really started to focus on my batting again. Because if I get five wickets, you get five wickets. But if you score 15 and I score 30, you know, you know, I would I would get selection. And and that was that was um a, a nice boost for me. But I really enjoy my batting. I really enjoy my batting. Um, like you said, I, I like playing the way I do. It's it's high risk, but it has its reward when it comes off. Initially, when no one really understood that that sort of play, um, it would look stupid. I remember me batting at nets and hitting the ball out the park. And the coach will say, your batting is ended. I was like, coach, but I didn't get out. I hit the ball for six. How could my batting be ending? That is not what the practice is about. Now today, if you can't hit the ball out the ground for six, nobody wants to even hit you. <laughs> you, you. You know what I mean? So during my career, I've seen all the ebbs and flows and the beauty of the game. The game has changed from hitting the ball along the ground. Now it's, you know, fitness is of paramount importance. You know, you're seeing guys getting left out of international teams because of fitness. But um, I enjoy both, to be honest. I enjoy both nicking off a guy, carrying him to slip, hitting his off stump out the ground, or 20, 20 runs needed in six balls, knock it off in four balls. You know, that, that kind of stuff really excites me. And, and, and for today, um, much people don't know, but I'm, I'm 38 years old. And that is what drives me. You know, I still have the passion. I, I still train as hard as everyone, you know, try to ensure that if I'm not going to be selected, it, it, would, it should not be because of my age or it should be because I'm not performing or something like that. Um, so I'm one of the fittest guys going around still, and I pride myself in that. Um, I think this Zoom call was to be a little bit earlier. Um, unfortunately, I was in the middle of a, of a high-intense... Um, <laughs> Um, training session so I just got in made a bit of dinner and I'm so happy that I was able to um, connect with you guys tonight thanks for having me yeah no it's, it's great to have you here and you're, you're saying you're 38 um, I think we can take 10 years off of that <laughs> with, with both the way you look and the way you play <laughs> I remember a very 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 funny story um, we were in a in in a, in a dressing room and you know they were calling out people's age and when when I had to give my age you know they, they couldn't believe that they was like what part of you <laughs> it, it doesn't show I mean now I'm back home I have my beard and my hair is all over the place but you know when I'm well groomed <laughs> they, they can't see it but it's a lot of hard work it's a lot of sacrifice and I enjoy it. um I respect the game um I was always told um, by former West Indian batsman Keith Atherton, never disrespect the game. Um, the game is supposed to be played in a particular way. You have to prepare to play the game. I've always said um, I'll walk away from the game when I can't prepare as I ought to prepare. Now I'm still in very good, decent physical shape. So I'll continue, but 
you know, one day will come when I'm not bothered to, to wake up at 6 a.m. and go take a four-mile run or I'm not able to, I'm not bothered to go in the park and hit a few balls, just chill with the kids. But but for now, I'm 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 still I'm, I'm enjoying the challenge and my preparation, like I said, started this week. So I'm looking forward to, to minor league part two. <laughs> yeah, minor league part two. Um hopefully we get to see some similar performances from you as well with those shots, with those wickets. Now you've you've played a few seasons in the CPL, the Caribbean Premier League. You've played a few seasons there. How's your experience been in that tournament? Um, it was a tremendous experience for me, to be honest. Biggest party in sports, you know play hard during the day, party hard during the night. And most of these guys I would have played with from youth level, club level. So um, rub shoulders with them from a very early age, you know, guys like Karen Pollard, Dwayne Bravo, Sonny Lorraine. You know, we all around the, the same age group. Um, we played a lot of cricket with and against each other, had some good battles on the field against each other, with each other. Um, the, the, the CPL was a was a tremendous tournament, um, and it goes from strength to strength. But um, the, the tournament which really highlighted my career was the Champions League tournament, which was played in India. Um, CPL, I would have played for the Ghana Amazon Warriors one year, and back-to-back years, 15 and 16, I would have played for the Barbados Tridents. But prior to that... Um, that Champions League tournament um, is where a lot of us would have gained recognition. You know, 2009, we went to, to, to India. Oh, what an experience. Um, we didn't know what to expect, so all we had was, was each other. Um, the only international player of note in the team who would have played IPL 2008 was Dwayne Bravo. Um, Everybody else was virtual unknown. So I, I, I could just give you a quick story. We were playing against all the big guns, like four IPL teams, England teams. So we had four, four group games. Nobody gave us a chance. When I remember clearly when we, we got back to the hotel after the last game and we swiped our key, it was denied. When I went, when we went to the lobby, everybody had the same issue. When we went to the lobby, they were like, you guys are supposed to check out. I was like, check out? Why? The tournament organizers never gave us a chance. So after the first four games, we were supposed to leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and again, we, we, we grew from strength to strength. After the, the prelims, there were no IPL teams in the tournament. All IPL teams were gotten were, were sent packing. Um, all of the big teams, the big guns from England, were sent packing, and people would have realized that hey, this side is a, a dangerous side because we had the likes of Samuel Badri, Ravi Rampol, Dinesh Ramden, Kyron Pollard, Dwayne Bravo, Adrian Barrett, Lendell Simmons, and we were just growing from strength to strength. Um, bittersweet story um, at the end of the day. We won our six preliminary round games, went into the quarters, went into the semis unbeaten. And 
that one game still hurts, man. The finals. We would have beaten New South Wales in the in the prelims, but they were in our group. I think Pollard went crazy. He scored like 68. Yeah, sorry, I, I got a call. Yeah, Pollard. One sec. Yeah, Pollard would have went crazy and, and scored like 68 from 20-something balls, got us into the finals and stuff like that. And everyone would have realized that this Trinidad and Tobago team is a dangerous team. After that tournament, you know, IPL deals start coming left, right, and center, about four or five of, of, of our guys. You know, and, and, and we, we drew attention to the Caribbean. You know, a lot of our guys started getting selected for the West Indies. A lot more West Indian guys started getting selected in the IPLs and leagues around the world. And they would have piggybacked from, from our success in the Champions League. So that is where um, it was born. And then when you moved into the CPL, that is when you have guys like Pollard, Bravo, Narayan. All these guys were able to be captains of various franchises. So I know you, you're probably wanting to know which was my favorite <laughs> and why. Um, it, it, it has to be the, the Trinidad and Tobago Red Force because one, I'm a national, I, I, I am born here, which is a no-brainer. But um, the work that we would have done initially is what would have propelled you know, the CPL and, and, and guys from the West Indies getting international recognition. So it is something that I, I, I hold dearly. Um, I always say, um, I worked hard. I, I am from the smaller of the Twin Island Republic, which is Tobago. Um, not a lot of us um, got, gets that opportunity to represent the country on a whole. So for me, it's something that I, I, the pride I wear on my sleeve and I'm very happy and proud about it. And and you spoke about that tournament, right? The the tournament you guys played in India in two thousand nine. And now, if if we're to look at that team, as you said, um, there wasn't really much um, faith, really, that you guys were gonna get to uh, get to that qualification level, the quarters, the semis, the finals. But now, if we were to look at the West Indian team, they're they're the giants in T Twenty cricket. I mean, they've won T Twenty World Cups. They're very hard to defeat in T20s. Um, so the T20, that transformation really, 2009-10, not really much trust in the side, in the islands. And now, how do you defeat them? <laughs> um, I think it's something that comes natural to us. Um, we, we would have come, came through the, the Stanford T20 tournament. We, we, here we played a lot of, of short, short format cricket. That is what excites the, the, the youngsters. Um, albeit the same happening in, in USA at the minute, where, you know, it's mostly T, T20, 40 overs. Now, you know, it's good to see that they are playing a lot more 50 over tournaments and stuff like that, which will take care of these youngsters. It's all well and good to play the shorter format, but you must show appreciation for the longer formats and the longest formats. I came from a, 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 a club background where we played a lot of three-day and four-day cricket. You know, you, you learn so much more about yourself, so much more about the game. And when you get into, when you get through those different phases, you know, all the ebbs and flows of how to set up, 
how to chase a target, how to set a target, when to go, when to consolidate. You know, when you get into that T20 mode, you, you're just free to, to express yourself. You know, so that, that is one of the things that I, I, I know that the guys at USA Cricket and Minor League are working feverishly behind the scene in getting the longer formats going because we need to take care of these youngsters. We don't want them to just be one-track cricketers, one-piece cricketers, you know? Um, but minor league, major league, and all these leagues will keep the interest level there. And eventually, you know, they'll be exposed to different and longer formats, which will take their, 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 their ability and their scope of thinking. And even their fitness will be challenged over a longer format. But for now, you know, we just have to appreciate what we have in front of us, which is the minor league. Um, I think it's a big feeder program into the USC national setup, like I said initially. Lots of youngsters, local youngsters, homegrown youngsters are now getting the opportunity, are now getting the taste of international cricket. And you could imagine the buzz when they go back to their families, when they go back to their states. You know, they'll be well-respected. Their mates who are the same age like them would be even more interested and more excited because if they can do it, I can do it as well, you know. So that's a very strong message being sent. Um, again, the experienced players are not to be taken for granted. They also have to, to know that they are role models now and their performances, as you know, in America, it's all about performance. Um, potential is about 15% in America, in anything, even in the business side of things. So it's, it's, it's very much hell-bent on performances. And I think with these youngsters coming in the team, the, the chemistry and the camaraderie, and the, it will be healthy competition happening. Yeah, healthy competition. Definitely, as we see more of these tournaments coming up, like minor league, there's major league starting next year. And so as we see more of these tournaments, there will be that competition. Now, you spoke about the longer formats, right? Those three-day formats, the four-day formats, uh, test cricket even at five days. I feel that those formats really, you, you really see the patience, the determination, the grit, what a player is really made out of in those longer formats. ODIs as well, playing for long periods of time. When your team's in trouble early, can you bat for that long period of time? Can you come in and bowl a long spell and get wickets, be economical. And as great as T20 cricket is, you, you get that audience a lot from T20 cricket, especially that newer audience as it's grown in the US, um, the T20 cricket with minor league, major league as well, starting next year. Um, and you have that audience, you have those shots, that action, um, all that action that you have that's gonna attract fans, but at the end of the day, for players, what a player's really built up, it's shown in those longer formats. 100%, 100%, 100%. Like I said, it, the, the longer format is a test of everything. Test of your patience, test of your skill set, test of your, your, your physical ability, your fitness. You know, the new ball, you have to face it out. Then you have to come and bowl. 20 overs in a day, <laughs> you know what I mean? You have to bat for two, three sessions, you know, and, 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 and it's the, the oldest and, and the most purest form of the, of, of, of the sport. Um, and I'm so happy to see that these teams like England and India and these guys are, are really giving test cricket that sort of 
respect that it that it it, it deserves, and all the other younger teams, the associate nations and stuff like that, would definitely feed off of that as well. Yeah, and they will. And when you have these um, players as well, right? Some of these great players of the game, guys like Virat Kohli or Joe Root, um, Williamson Smith. When you have these guys also kind of endorsing Test Cricket in the sense that they want to play Test Cricket. It is um, a format that they really like to play. Test Cricket can't really die when you have players like these who want to play Test Cricket. Once you have those international level players, then Test Cricket, ODI Cricket even, it's going to keep going on. We speak about Test Cricket, how it's a bit of a dying sport, but you, you see these players who love Test Cricket, these big players who many people love uh, to watch. And you also then have some of these games which we've seen over the past few years. Uh, in 2021, 2020, some of these yep, close yep, games, yep, amazing yep, games. Yep, yep, like with yep, that, yep. how can Test Cricket die? There's just no <laughs> way. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like for me, sometimes I'm watching a movie and I am sleepy. I fall asleep on the couch. But once Test cricket is being played, I can't close my eyes. You know what I mean? Like even the, the recent Ashes series, I was up till ten a.m. from from four a.m. right up to ten a.m. watching the Ashes. Um, then there were there were days where Eng India was playing against South Africa, so I would watch that series then go straight into the India series. So like right up to midday. And, 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 and I won't be bothered. I won't be fussed because you're always learning. You're always, you're, you see these guys go through the different paces and, and, and it's, and the way I, I, I want to even agree with you more. Test cricket has moved forward since the advent of T20 cricket, since the advent of 50 over cricket. In a whole day's play, you might have a, a score of, 223 would be a, a fantastic day's play 10 years ago. Now, sides are scoring 320, 330, 350 in one day. So, you know, the, the, the sport has moved forward. Um, it's all about run scoring now and wicket taking. Before, it was more about playing out the time, you know, batting for time, bowling, patient. Now, guys are not afraid to, 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 to go for the, to, the scoring opportunities. Guys are not afraid to try to get wickets and stuff like that. And, and it's, it's, it's very exciting um, for us as viewers. Hence, I could stay up all night and look at, and look at, um, at, 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 these, at these matches without feeling sleepy or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, same here as well, you know, living in, in this time zone that we have in, in the US, in the Caribbean as well. If the game's happening in the West Indies, then it's great. But the other games you have, South yeah. Africa, Australia, England, it's, it's just sleepless nights all you have. Sleepless nights, 100%. Same here, same here. I know, I know about it all too well. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, having, having played in, in both the CPL and MLC as we move back into T20 cricket, having played in both of those, what do you think are some of the key differences, really? Looking especially at the grounds, the facilities, the competitiveness. Um, I've always told people since I've moved to, to the States and playing there that cricket is cricket. The ball is wrong. I've always said to the youngsters, the only difference between you guys 
and the international guys is that they do the basics more consistently better than you. That's the only difference. They, they didn't believe until the advent of minor league when they would see their overseas players, how they get through their paces, how they practice, how they apply themselves. It's, I, and, and then a couple of them would come up to me and like, man, you were right. I was like, what do you mean I'm right? What are you speaking about? That's the only difference. The guys keeps hammering home the basics, 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 basics. I was like, yeah, that, 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 if you speak to any one of us who would have played at that sort of level, that's what they would say. So um, now they, they are getting a grip of it um, in terms of the venues and the facilities. You know, it's very nice. Um, it's very tricky. A lot of guys, I'll tell you this, they come to America and they can't deal with the conditions there. And that is what a professional player is about. You should be an all-conditions player. Not every day you're going to get up and meet a flat wicket where you could hit through the line. There are days you would have to grind. There are days, you, you, you know, you have to appreciate what is in front of you. If you can't, then you shouldn't be playing there. You know what I mean? A lot of guys, they, they want to complain and stuff. But it is what it is. That is what you signed up for. And you just have to be able to have that flexibility, adaptability, for want of a better word. Um, my cricket, to be honest, would have developed leaps and bounds since I've been playing in, in the States. No condition is the same. We would have played on that same ground yesterday. And the next day we come up and the condition is totally different. And that is a challenge that I would have embraced and looked forward to. You have to find a way, whatever the conditions are, to score runs, to get wickets, to get your team over the line. You have to, and, and, it, and, it, and it comes from a lot of self-belief. You know, some guys, they, they come to the States and, you know, they just want to have a good time. Those are the ones who, who don't get anything out of the sport or they don't perform there. But if you look at the guys, um, I could single out, one guy who I was so, so, so impressed with, Rothman Powell. You know, he came and he joined the New Jersey Stallion and everyone was impressed with his level of professionalism. You know, he came there, he put in the work, he gelled with the team and he pulled them. He took them to the, the you, know, you know what I mean, to the playoffs. He was the leader. He scored runs, he got wickets, helped all the youngsters and stuff like that. And that is what you want from when you have these international guys coming to play in the, in the domestic tournaments. You want them to bring their value. You want them to bring their expertise. Mind you, not every game you're going to perform, but at the end of the day, what you bring to the dressing room in terms of what we, we like to call here back in the Caribbean, good vibes. You know, you want to make sure that the youngsters are motivated. Even if it's not your day-to-day, -day, you could say, yo, it's your day-to-day, -day, bro. Step up. Deliver for us. You know, and they must have that confidence because you would have, have a, had a good practice session you know a lot of information would have been shared you, you would have boosted their confidence and that is what it, it is about playing in America playing in the associate nations and you can see these teams are, are going to be a force to reckon with in the not too distant future um, I don't even want to dwell on it too much Ireland versus West Indies I'm sure you saw the series. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> you, it you, was... you know what I mean? So I always say the ball is wrong. <laughs> the 
cricket is cricket. Whether you're playing on the beach or whether you're playing in London, it's cricket and you have to respect the game. You, you, you know? So, so that is the, 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 the only difference to answer your question between playing at those levels, um, those guys at the top level, they really hammer home the basics. And that is one thing I try to impress um, with these guys, whatever team I play in, whatever state, whatever tournament in America, um, that is what I try to impress on them. And to be honest, a lot of them have been taking them on board. And I'm so proud of these guys, you know, must mention one guy who I've seen couple of about four years ago and I was like bro amazing now he's playing for USA that is Sushant Modani fantastic human being so humble so much of talent and I'm so happy to see him you know gotten his opportunity I think he went to Oman he didn't do too well I had a chat with him him and Nosh we were at a practice session and you know we had a good conversation and look at the way he's responding, you, you know, it's all about taking opportunity. Again, Nosh, you know, he, 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 he was left out of the team, then called back in, in Ireland series and stuff like that. And, you know, so happy to see these guys, you know, the buzz is there, the buzz is there. Nobody's taking anything for granted anymore. The world doesn't owe you anything. You owe your performances to the team. And, you know, I think that, that, that coach of, um, USA, you know, he has brought a, a really good open culture, you know, where nobody is an island. You know what I mean? I had a chat with him at um, Idlewild Park one afternoon, and then the next day he invited me for practice. And, you know, he's such a, a good guy. And when you have an honest, open coach like that, the players trust you. And trust is such an important thing moving forward. And because of his style, to be honest, I could see why the players, because he will tell you, you need to score runs and you'll get back. Then once you score runs, you get back. It's not like one of them things where you need to score runs and then you get back. And then when you score runs, you don't get back. Then what kind of message, you know? So, mm -hmm. so, so I think he has brought a very good culture. Um, the selectors as well have, have sent a strong message to the, to, to, to the youngsters. Once you perform, you, you're going to get a look in. And, you know, everybody comes in at a clean slate. And I think the, the way the structure of cricket is in America, especially with the advent of, of minor league moving into to major league next year, you know, trust me, this season is going to be a very, very interesting one because guys would be looking to sell themselves because as it is now, minor league is like 27 teams. Next year, major league is only going to be, I think, six franchise. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's only the, the, the cream of the crop. <laughs> but at, at the end of the day, what I'll say to the guys is just go out, play your cricket, enjoy it, put in the hard yards, and you will get the results. Uh -huh. Yeah, and exactly. And... Um, you were speaking about that trust, really, which should exist between, in between team, which is um, something I completely agree with you on. And the fact that it should be pretty open, right? Like if you want to go talk to a player, maybe talk about your batting or your bowling or something you may have a concern about in your game, you should be able to do that, right? Just go up to one of the players, um, one of the senior players, the coaches, the management, just have a conversation about your game about something because that can really help uh, having those conversations 
um, just figuring out what you might be doing wrong. And so to have that trust in a team, to have that open team type culture, that's just really important. And I think the fact that the US team have that, it really does set them up for success in the long run. All right, 100% agreed. Now, um, what, what are a few things which surprised you about, about minor league cricket right after the season started? The Titans played a few games. Anything you weren't really expecting? Um, <laughs> I, I can't put my finger on, on something that would have surprised me. Um, but what I would say, it was very refreshing to see the, the professionalism of, of the, um, the, the tournament, you know, the umpires. Um, every game was streamed live, which is very, very important for us as players. You know, again, after a, a day's play, you want to get online and, and, and see, you know, how much views and see your clips, you hit a favorite shot, you, you get a wicket. You, you know, um, we, we were very, I was, I wouldn't say surprised, but I'm very impressed, you know, with the, 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 the level of, of, in terms of broadcast, broadcast was was fantastic. This visual was fantastic. You know, my family would be back home, and and I would they would be like, "Don't forget to send me the link." Eh? <laughs> you, you know, and they, you, you know they'll be they'll be streaming, they'll be locked on. So when you go out there to bat or you go out there to perform, you you have to perform, you have to entertain because you know even even your friend who you hang out with last night would be like. What, what happened yesterday? I, I saw the game. <laughs> oh, well done. You did well. You, you know, um, that, that is one of the things. And I, and I know that with, uh, you know, the partnership with Willow TV and Sling TV, you know, it's something that, that would have really excited us as players because, you know, um, in, in cricket, one good moment, one good performance. And now with all these streams and, 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 and different sites being televised, you could be playing in the IPL. You could be playing in Bangladesh. You could be playing in CPL just off of one performance that someone who would have been streaming would have seen, you know, a team owner, a scout, you know. So that was one of the things that, like I said, not surprised, but very, very impressed with. And, and that also really brings some attention on the USA cricket that there is this high level competitive cricket going on and you're able to watch it all around the world. Um, and, and speaking of broadcasting, I think they are um, minor league cricket. I mean, they've, they've done well in this season, but I think they are upping their game from what I've heard in, in broadcasting. So that should be great to see. Um, I mean, we saw, uh, of course, as you said, all the games being live streamed. Then there were a few grounds where there were like the multiple camera angles. I think yeah, at the finals, yeah. there were like 14 cameras. You had a yeah, drone yeah, flying yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I was very, very impressed with the, the level of, of, of professionalism in terms of broadcast. And if you are saying that this year in, in season two, it's they are up, they're gonna up their game, then it's something to look forward to. Yeah, it definitely is. Now, um looking looking ahead at the T20 World Cup in 2024, so not the next one, but the one after that in 2024. So the US and West Indies are going to be co-hosting that. And I think that's, it's really great for the infrastructure that you'll have, the stadiums, the facilities, because in, in build up to that World Cup, you will really need to up your game with the facilities, with the infrastructure, because you're hosting an entire ICC tournament. So 
um, especially in the US, I think that'll really be great for minor league cricket and then major league cricket as well. 100%, 100%. And I think they have already identified at least four, four, four states where, where they'll be constructing stadiums. So, you know, that, that, that again, that in itself um, is, 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 is really exciting. One, from, a, from a, a viewer's side of things, you know, guys can catch a flight, go to Florida, watch a game, watch your favorite teams play. And also big, big bonus for, for the USA youngsters, you know. Yo, in two years' time, I could be playing in a World Cup right here in the USA. Or I, I might be playing in Trinidad, you know, or I'll be playing in Barbados. You know, this is something that, that is very, very well thought. It's, I think it's a strategic move and it's 100% going to be a fruit. And we look forward to that. Yeah, and then you're speaking about those younger players as well now. Of course, there's the Under-19 World Cup going on in the West Indies. So some of those players as well, in, in two years' time, we could see them playing a World Cup. That, that, that's for sure. I'm talking about the, 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 the Under-19 World Cup. Um, yesterday, I was, was privy to, to, to be able to attend um, one of the games being played at the Queen's Park Oval here in Trinidad. I'm doing some some media coverage there, some media work for Crick Clubs, um, who is also a big partner with USA Cricket as well. Um, and I, I I saw this guy who who they've been hyping up over social media, who who they're referring to as Young AB, and he didn't disappoint. From the time he he played the first delivery, I knew it was him. <laughs> you know, you could see he he was a cut above. He was different level and it was a treat to see him score a century yesterday on a very very tricky tricky batting track he he, he made it look so easy and like you said in a couple of years time these are where stars are born you know it will be a perfect opportunity we might very well see this this youngster young ab playing in in, in the 2024 world cup right there Maybe in, 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 in the DMV or maybe at Dallas or maybe at Florida or, or back here in Trinidad again. You know, so so it's all it's all it all goes well for us here. For me as a player, um not that I'm looking to play in that World Cup, but you know, it'll be very um fulfilling for me to see like a couple of the names who I'd have mentioned earlier, you know, it will be a good breakthrough for them. Um, I know them personally, and they are very hungry. They are very smart. It's something that, that will be at the back of their minds, but they will just have to go through the processes. Once I always tell them, once you go through the processes, then the results are going to take care of itself. Yeah, um, exactly, definitely. And um, you, you were speaking about uh, young AB. I, I saw a video of his highlights on, on social media. Saying we have a young AB de Villiers, I mean, he looks exactly like him, like the batting stance, <laughs> the shots. If de Villiers come out of retirement, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I said, I, 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 you, 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 um, you had to see it on, 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 on social media. I was there live, so it was a treat to watch, like I say. Um, so much time to play, so much, so, so much skill, so much awareness. Um, there was one time they, they lost a few wickets. He, he, he went into to second gear. 
and then he just went into the overdrive. You, you know, he, he I saw the full repertoire of the youngster, and you could what I was very impressed with is that you could see the culture, the, the, the batsmanship. Um, he would have would have been he would have been exposed to it at a very tender age, and to come in a in a World Cup where everyone is 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 looking, you know, albeit during a pandemic, um, was very refreshing to see um, the standard of play by these youngsters at this under-19 World Cup at the minute. Yeah, it, it really was. And um, for, for a lot of these younger players, the chance to travel to the Caribbean, travel to the West Indies, um, as you said, back in 2009, going to India, I'm sure it was a bit of a similar type of experience for some of these players that they're, they're leaving the country, playing cricket somewhere else, some of them for the first time in the West Indies. So I'm sure it's been, it's been a great experience for them. Yeah, and, and we as hosts here, yeah, um, you know, we have the challenges of being in a pandemic and stuff like that, you know, um, may, trying our best to make it so much easier and more comfortable for them, you know, because when I left to go to India, I was an adult, but for these kids to be leaving their home <laughs> as, as, on the 19 level, you know, it could be a bit of a challenge, <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, camaraderie and, and team sport, team building events, you know, and stuff like that. Um, also for them as, as, as youngsters, this tournament um, was in, 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 there was a cloud over it happening, you know, because of the pandemic, you weren't sure if it was going to happen. It's so unfortunate that, that the USA on the 19 team narrowly missed out because of a, of a COVID regulation. You know what I mean? Um, I thought they would have done well. So even though these, these guys are uh, traveling away from home, they must be so grateful that, that they are actually getting the opportunity to participate in a World Cup, which could have easily been canceled because of the pandemic. So I don't think they are taking anything for granted. I, they look hungry. They, they, they are happy to be out there representing their countries, representing their family. And the biggest show that on the 19th could play at in a World Cup, yeah, I mean, a World Cup's a World Cup, whether it be at the senior level or the under-19 yeah. level. And credit credit to Cricket West Indies, the ICC, for actually making the tournament happen. I mean, there's those rising COVID cases around the world with Omicron hitting and all. And yet they're able to conduct this tournament, which is just great to see. I mean, the, as you said, they could have cancelled it, but they kept on it. They made sure that the tournament was going to happen. And it's, it's great to see that we've got this young talent, these under-19 players now playing in this World Cup. Yeah, amazing, amazing. From a, from a cricket purist standpoint, from a, from a spectator standpoint, it, it's amazing to see the, the, the level of play by these youngsters. Yeah, it really is. And hopefully we can see a few of them at least at that World Cup, 20, that World Cup in yes, a few yes, years, yes. yeah, 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for joining me today. It was it was great to have you. Um, listening to all you have to say, the stories, gotta say, they were amazing. So, thank you for that, and good luck for your future games. This upcoming minor league cricket season is well coming up, just a few months away, and looking forward to seeing some more fireworks from you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All the best to you as well in your, in your young career. Um, it's refreshing to have, a, 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 again, a youngster, you know, like yourself, you know, getting into to, to sports media and sports journalism and sports commentating. 
at such a tender age. And um, I must say you are doing a, a fantastic job. I remember um, there was a video circulating leading into the, the, the playoffs for the minor league. And I was like, who is this? Who is this kid? You know, and you know, I, I quickly followed you up on, on the socials and I was like, he's doing a good job. And you know, thanks, thanks. And here you are, you know, interviewing me. Um, you, 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 you're very solid, you're very astute. You, I could see you have your questions, everything lined up. <laughs> and and, and you, you know, your ebbs and your flows and your, your tones and everything is spot on. You know, and being a, a, a youngster also, homegrown in the US, also as well, not only for USA cricket on field, but in the commentary box, journalism, whether it be print media, whether it be video, you know, you, you guys are, are definitely the trendsetters and along with, um, is it Roshni? Uh, you know, yeah. I, yeah, I think you guys are, are, are doing a good job and just continue to, to keep learning, continue to, you know, develop that. Um, what is very important, I could share this with you, um, as long as you develop a, a, a good rapport with the players, you, you'll always get interviews. There are times we, we've had hard days and you've been asked to do an interview and, and, and you're not really up for it, but because, you know, he's a good, he's a good guy. You, you, you know, you, you want to you do it for him because at the end of the day, we are doing our job. You have your job to do as well. So, you know, we try to, to facilitate and, and stuff like that. But, you know, the way you guys are, are doing, you know, is you guys can only go from strength to strength. So that is me just, giving you a bit of a kudo as well. Also, as a youngster, same I would give kudos to the young cricketers. <laughs> you know, just keep up the good job. Keep learning. Um, keep educating yourself. And maybe might see you in the, t the, the 2024 World Cup as well, interviewing some of those guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I'll see. Um, thank you. Uh, it was a pleasure having you here today. I right, take care, take care.